Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Africa, Tsipo Mantula, good morning. Steve over fresh and Jumbo Africa to the listeners. And the ECOWAS chair, the president of Nigeria, Bola Ahmed Tanubu, slamming the military leaders from the Sahel who are leaving ECOWAS. Stephen, he says that they have, I mean, these leaders have let their people down with this joint decision and also that they've acted in uh, bad faith by moving out, opting to move out. He is calling them the unelected leaders uh, who, who are coming with a public posturing to deny their people their, their sovereign right to make fundamental choices. Remember, I said, Stephen, when I say one of the impacts will be around the freedom of movement, freedom of trade, and freedom to choose their leaders. That's where the uh, ECOWAS chairperson is a bit worried, Stephen, despite that ECOWAS has not come forward. This came from the Foreign Affairs Ministry from Abuja yesterday, saying that they are still willing to engage with the three nations, but it seems it is too late, Stephen. They've moved out of ECOWAS. What's the situation in Gabon? The a former president of the Constitutional Court has been nominated to what? The presidency? Yes, Stephen. You remember that he has been in the president of the Constitutional Court since it was created in 1991. We're talking of Maria Madeline Mburantu. This woman, Stephen, was um, close to Ali Bongo's family. Now, when he was reappointed or re-nominated by the coup leader, General Brice Oligui, it has caused tension within uh, the, uh, I mean, within the government circles and within the public about giving honorary president of the Concord to Marie, I mean, Maria Madeline Mboratu. Remember that, as you know, that Gabon also came out from the coup, so others are saying that General Brisingwema is still loyal to the Bongo family. And then in South Sudan, more than 50 people killed. What happened? Stephen, this is worrying because we are talking of the IBA border, which is jointly managed by North Sudan, Khartoum, South Sudan, Juba. Now, you have this raid that has been going on. It's a real, I mean, it is an oil-rich area, uh, IBA in the South Sudan, and like I said, uh, uh, bordering the Sudan. Now, you have the two peacekeepers of the UN, uh, one being Canadian, who have been, who, I mean, who were killed over this weekend, and now they've imposed a curfew uh, from the UN peacekeeping mission uh, in uh, South Sudan. One Stephen, because South Sudan has to go for the elections this year towards the end of the year, and this conflict erupted as early as 2013. Until now, we still have this fighting over the borderlands between the South Sudan and the North Sudan around the natural resources. And then in Zimbabwe, Nelson Chamisa, he's resigned as leader of the Triple C, the Citizens Coalition for Change. Now he gets death threats. Stephen, he went on a Twitter street claiming that uh, there are people who are threatening him. I remember on a his 13-page letter, he cited 84 reasons uh, about his uh, moving out of the triple C. But now others are saying that he wants to accuse uh, the governing party for being the ones who are threatening his life. But the police are saying they're not even aware of the death threats. Uh, being in the Twitter street doesn't mean that he have lodged uh, a formal complaint about these death threats that uh, Chamisa is alleging saying he's receiving. The issues also are even around the party spokesperson uh, with Chamisa on the funds, the misappropriation of, of the party's funds and assets. Those might be one of the reasons that he's getting this death threat because money is involved. And then in our archive, I mean, it's astonishing what's going on in Zimbabwe, isn't it? In our archives, the 30th of January, 1985, Taking you back to our archives for 30 years, also of the democracy, Stephen, you should not forget what happened 39 years ago uh, when the then I caught in Swan, Pretoria, ordered the, uh, the Medical and Dental Council to hold an inquiry into the conduct of the two 
doctors who treated Stephen Bantubiko for five days before he died. So this was important because it's around the medical negligence or was it a, 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 a planned death to kill this leader since he was arrested in August 1977 and only killed on the 12th of September. Important for medical ethics vis-a-vis uh, -vis also the me medical negligence vis-a-vis -vis with political assassination of African young leaders. Asante Sana SG is still leading the conversation as AFM. Russ Advocate Sipa Mantula, thank you very much indeed. Really do appreciate it. And of course, back tomorrow, more news from our continent through the day here on SAFM.